Hi, everyone. Welcome to Better Together and As We podcast. For future reference, As We, as an ASWE, stands for the Alzheimer's Society of Windsor and Essex County. This podcast will feature engaging conversations with guests ranging from community leaders to care partners and persons living with dementia to raise awareness about this disease. You're listening to Better Together and As We podcast, and this is our um, 13th episode. My name is Cindy Keo, and I'm joined today by Mary Henderson. Mary is a care partner um, of ours here at the Alzheimer's Society. May, uh, Mary and I have been, uh, we'll be talking about our, her journey, her experience as far as a care partner and how she is choosing um, to navigate life with this uh, new diagnosis. Thank you so much, Mary, for virtually being here with me today. Um, Thank you. I just want to start off with, um, you know, letting the audience know a little bit more about yourself. So Mary Henderson as her own individual person. Well, I'm a 72-year-old woman. Um, I have gone through many different things in my life. I have been a caregiver to my parents when they were needing it. Um, Now I'm experiencing it with Roger. Uh, I worked as a travel agent for years, so I'm a very organized type person. I have to have everything from A to Z. So some days when Roger goes like M to Z, it throws you off Mm -hmm. when you're a person that follows everything. But we're good. I have two children. I have six grandchildren and a little great-grandson that's doing wonderful. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. How old is he now? Uh, geez, I have to think. I think he's eight months, six months old. August, September, October, November, December, January, February. He is eight months old. You know what? But so- he's more like a six-month-old. Okay, and I, I'm pretty sure you and I met when he was just born around yeah. that time. Yeah, he was a preemie. He was under two pounds and he was a, uh, he had a sister at the same time, Mm -hmm. Uh, but the little girl didn't live for, she only lived for 10 days, but they were too young. Yeah. She was even smaller than him, but he's doing wonderful. He's got a real personality. What's his name? His name is Peter Daniel. My granddaughter named him after my son and my father. Oh, they're two very strong men. That's amazing. Yes. And she's doing well, your granddaughter? Yes, she is doing well. Yeah, she is. She's learning how to be a mother. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So how did you and Roger meet? Well, actually, we met when we were in our early teens because we lived in the same area in Windsor. We hung around with similar friends. We uh, went to the same community center to the dances and everything. So we've known each other, I betcha, I think since I was 12. Wow. (laughs) And uh, you know, you lose contact and everything with people and then we reconnected back in 2012 yes his wife passed away in 2008 and then we reconnected in 2012 through friends 
Wow. Our friends. And prior to that, you guys never spoke to each other. You never no. were connected. Wow. No. So we just started hanging around together and uh, here we are. Wow. Life is so, so amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've been through quite a bit. Like in 2014, we, I moved in with him. Mm-hmm and 2015 and I I was diagnosed with leukemia so I did a battle for three years with chemo 2016 Roger had an aneurysm on his main aorta so he was in London very lucky there yeah then 2017 my daughter passed away and then here we are now he's got Alzheimer's but I could see it coming but I wasn't sure what I was looking at mm -hmm. when you was know? he when was he diagnosed he was diagnosed three years ago three years he ago four, it'll be four years this August and you noticed changes before he was diagnosed and you just didn't know what it what it could be right yeah I just didn't understand. Uh, I knew I was seeing things, but I think with so many other things going on within our life mm -hmm. um, here with personal things, it just was like out of my mind that this could possibly be. Yeah. As time went on, I could see his driving habits were not the greatest, it made you scary. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, were going, his cousin owned a greenhouse in LaSalle. And I said, well, it's time we go and pick up our flowers for outside. And he says to me, I'm not sure. Now, where is it Edie lives? And I said, it's okay, I'll drive. Mm -hmm. So prior to that, we had a few situations with his driving that made me uneasy anyway. So my driving was the best solution. And uh, as we were driving out to LaSalle to the um, greenhouse, just the comments he was making made me think, I have to get something else looked at here. So I went to his family doctor and talked to him without him. Mm -hmm. And um, then we had some things done and that's when I said okay now okay if I don't know anything about Alzheimer's I've not really experienced it so where can I find the information mm -hmm. and uh, he says well you know you've got the Alzheimer's Association I says well then I guess that's where I gotta go because not knowing what to, to expect, uh, what help I can get if I needed it, mm -hmm. um, it was the best move I made, yep. you know? So then he was diagnosed, they did the cognitive test. And of course he lost his driver's license and they used the word, um, onset Alzheimer's early onset yeah so now his his Alzheimer is increasing it increasingly getting worse mm -hmm. 
So anytime I talk about his condition with anybody or that's why I asked to do it today. It really agitates him because he'll stand right there and he'll say, no, that's not true. I don't, I'm not like that. I only have the onset. That's what they told me. He has no recall of what's happening now. Mm -hmm. His memory from way before is there. Yeah. So I've also had the opportunity of going to his sister and his niece and asking about his mother because his mother had Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. And I wanted to know what her condition was like and what her stages were like, because I thought sometimes if you know the background, you know what to expect even here. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been very, very helpful because uh, he doesn't really, he doesn't even realize what went on with COVID. Just some of the things I keep telling him mm -hmm. or even like the winter snow. He had no idea we had a lot of winter snow and that I had to hire somebody to help me. But that's okay. I don't mind if, mm -hmm. if it means I have to do that, I have to do that. Because I know I just, I have to go behind him and undo some things, you know? Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah, got the diagnosis. Is that when I, then you came to the Alzheimer's Society and talked yes. to somebody for it? Yes. Um, what programs have uh, Roger and you have been participating in? Can you name a few? Well, we did the, mem we're doing the memory cafe. Yeah. And mind in motions. And we really enjoyed that. That is really good. And I'm to understand that the day away program is similar. Only thing is, he would be willing to go if I could go with him. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, and I said, well, you know, there's somebody in there that you know, if we pick that day. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't remember, remember um, the person right yeah. now. Because he really does enjoy that. And, the, and he really, really enjoyed the mind in motions. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's a great storyteller. <laughs> oh, definitely. That he can do. Yeah. What was your favorite part about uh, Minds and Motions? Um, being around the other, other people, you know, and seeing what reactions they have with their person that's going through Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and uh, how they are. It helps reinforce me. Like even last year, I think it was in March, uh, Lauren did a Zoom with three other ladies and myself mm -hmm. uh, once a week for a month. And that really helped me a lot. And the information you get from, I was getting from these other ladies was making me realize, well, I am seeing these things and I'm not just imagining it because I'm afraid of overthinking something mm -hmm. that's going on with Roger, you know? Yep. 
and uh, listening to the other ladies talk and um, Lauren posing certain questions. It's been really wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a support system that you never knew you needed. That's right. That's right. And it's welcomed because it is, it is very much needed when you're going through things that you've never been having to go through before. Mm -hmm. you know? What's the hardest part about being a care partner? Some days not having time for myself. Um, making sure that whatever Roger is doing here, even in the house, that he's safe. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, he loves to make his bran muffins with raisins. And we had a one instance and uh, where he turned on the wrong part of the oven and the whole house was, well, it was pretty close to a, having a fire. Mm -hmm. So it scared him, but it also scared me. Uh, so now I make sure I only buy the muffin mix when I know that we're going to be home together. Like I don't have to run out to the store. I don't have to do banking. So, cause he will try now. He won't cut. He, he's very careful with what he's doing on the oven, mm -hmm. but now he's, um, in order to cook the cook, you have to have the bottom burner on. Yep. Now he's afraid if he pushes it to the bottom burner, he's turning on the heating drawer underneath which he did before and that's where we had the problem mm -hmm. and so I just go behind him and switch it around and so he doesn't burn those muffins mm -hmm. and he's proud of them you know you got to let them try to do things so that they don't get so frustrated and think that they can't do anything because I know there will come a day where he can't yes very important that you mentioned that Mary Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, you want him to have like maintain his independence, um, but you know um, that you have to switch things around. You have to do certain things during your day to make sure that he's safe, right? Right. And I had, that was one of the things that I really appreciated with Lauren doing this online, the Zoom calls last year, mm -hmm. because it showed me that I had to, change my way of thinking. Uh, okay, I, I can't be so depend, I can't be dependent on what he is wanting to do. I have to take the rein, but make it look like he's doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does, it does, yep. So, but like even, you know, I mean, right now I'm very, very fortunate because his friends all understand what's going on more now because I have talked with them all. Mm -hmm. And now that things are opening up again, um, I, his friends are picking him up for lunch, like on a Friday and they take him back to the sportsman's club for a beer. Mm -hmm. And then I go pick him up. Great. It's wonderful because I get a few hours to myself. Then Tuesday nights, his friends pick him up and take him because there's been a group of them, I'd say for 30 years, if not more, that always got together. 
They went golfing Tuesday afternoon. Then they went back to a, a club after for a couple of drinks. Mm -hmm. uh, well, now he's not golfing. Um, and that quit a couple years ago because he, number one, he couldn't remember how to get to the golf course and then he lost his license. Mm -hmm. And then even when somebody was picking him up and bringing him home, at the golf course, his um, driving the golf cart, he was sporadic and all over. So they asked me to weed him out and I did. Mm -hmm. so, but I still, we still do the Tuesday nights. They so still, they still pick him up to go eat or have drinks afterwards. Exactly. Okay. And if they can't pick him up, then I take him and somebody brings him home. Yeah. Well, that's still, see, that's still good. You guys are adjusting to this new, you know, um, reality ultimately um, of somebody that you, you all love. You want, you still want him to be a part, you know, of certain things, but you're just adjusting, which is really good because honestly, when, when, when I talk to Roger and he's at all of our programs, he is always smiling and beaming when he talks about, you know, his, his Friday meet up with his friends and his Tuesday yeah. Um, he's always looking forward to it and he always has really good stories to tell about it, which is, which is a really good thing. It is, it is good. And that, I mean, a lot of it is repetition and it's all past things, but you know, if you haven't been around him too much, some days it's really annoying. It's hard <laughs> because you're, you're re constantly repeating. Okay. Today is Tuesday. What mm -hmm. day is it? Tuesday. Don't I do something? Oh, and you know, I have a calendar next to his chair. And this year I was thinking of eliminating it, but he seemed to get really upset when I didn't go out and get a calendar for next to him. Mm -hmm. So I did, I replaced it. Um, but he still doesn't know what day of the week it is, you know? His short-term memory is getting worse. Asked you what the most challenging part about being a care partner is. What's the most rewarding part about being a care partner to Roger? Seeing that he's take, being taken care of, really. Um, I don't want to ever think about putting him into a home. I want to keep him safe here. Mm -hmm. So if I can do that and see that he's being taken care of properly, that's good. Yep. Um, and, and when you mentioned that his friends know about, you know, his diagnosis and they know what's going on um, with Roger, um, how important is it for, um, you know, care partners and persons living with dementia to have a support system? Very much so. Oh, very much so. I didn't have much of a support system when I was caregiver for my parents, but mm -hmm. of course that was a little different. Their situation was different. Um, I knew I felt alone back then. Mm -hmm. I don't feel alone here. I, I've got people I can reach out to, you know, his friends. I've got you guys at the Alzheimer's Association which is wonderful. I don't know what it would be like if I didn't have you guys to turn to. 
You're gonna make me tear up. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I just can't believe it's been eight months since we've met, and I feel like I've known you for so much longer than that, which is crazy. But um, it's just thank you. You're a really, really good person, Mary. Not thank you. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> life has a lot of different ins and outs and you just have to kind of learn how to deal with it but i mean there's it's hard it's not easy listening to them rehash 15 20 years ago mm -hmm. constantly or what day of the week is it what time is it and I know you can lose, I lose my patience sometimes. And I think that's normal with anybody. Yeah, we're all human. I just kind of walk away and go into another room and I'll start puttering with something that I need, maybe get dinner going or whatever. But I know that I can always reach out mm -hmm. and, and that's important. Yeah. So what are you doing for yourself to make sure that you can be a good care partner to Roger? Um, what am I doing for myself? Yeah. Not a whole lot right now with now that COVID's going to open up, I will be able to get out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, I'm take the time when he goes for lunch and I usually go and get my nails and my feet done or I'll get a haircut, which is desperately needed. <laughs> um, so I do that. That's my, my quiet time. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't take him grocery shopping with me because that I find too stressful also. Mm -hmm. So I go early in the morning. The store is open at seven, I'm there. Oh, nice, okay. And that way he's still in bed. He knows I leave him a note. I've gone shopping, the coffee is on. Mm -hmm. And I have the TV on for him. Yeah. Because he likes certain stations, but he doesn't know what numbers they are anymore. Mm -hmm. So he'll say, well, what is it? What, what am I watching now? And I'll, I'll say, okay, turn on 713 or 757, you know? Yeah um he's happy then so that makes me good if he's happy I know we talked um like a previous conversation you and I had um you said that you're looking forward to you know going out for lunch again what's oh, a, <laughs> where what's the restaurant you want to go to as soon as things open up fully well actually um it's just I have girlfriends out in town of Tecumseh and we go to this little restaurant off Manning Road and we usually we used to go for lunch and then the show in the afternoon on Tuesdays nice right yeah they still have that yeah they do okay perfect so I'm hoping to get to doing that again because not only myself but the other ladies too have been uh hesitant about getting out and even doing too much you know mm -hmm. so we only communicate by email or phone so we're all looking forward to that. And I'm going to try and uh, we're, we've been talking about switching it to a day that would be better for me because they are aware of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's yeah. really, really good. You have really good people around you, eh? I do. 
I really do. Yeah. What are some new um, tips that you have for a care partner that is just in the beginning stages of, you know, um, this diagnosis? I think at the beginning is just to take the time to see what's going on and to listen. And then make an appointment. If you think that there's something changing, talk to the family doctor. Mm -hmm. And then reach out to the other support system like you guys and see uh, what is needed for them. Because everybody is different. Or reach out to your friends. But I, I just found that finally when I had nothing else going on in our home and seeing what was going on with his driving. Yeah and his always going back to what it was like when he was younger made me start to open my eyes like there's a problem here i have to i have to look into this mm -hmm. so just so. being aware of you know surroundings roger's life um daily routines and things like that that's right yeah yeah, because he's got to keep a routine. It's um, okay. He, he's in a group with uh, three other gentlemen. They've been buying lottery, uh, take turns buying the Lotto Max tickets, right? Mm -hmm. His turn is to buy it for the Saturday night draw and for himself, uh, the group. Okay, so he has to buy it on Thursday. No ifs, ands, or buts. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, well, if we're busy or the weather is crappy out or whatever, I'll say, you know, it doesn't matter. We don't have to do it today. We could do it tomorrow. It has to be Thursday. He gets mm -hmm. really, really upset. So I make sure that we do it Thursdays. Yep. You know oh, what uh, we found out that Roger likes doing? Painting. Oh, yes. 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 And that, the very first painting we did at Mind in Motion, before we closed down for that one COVID closed down, mm -hmm. remember his painting was of his uh, friend's lake? Yes, yes. Go to his cottage and, and the lake. That is something that is so in his mind. Mm hmm so the other friends, uh, the one friend that owns the cottage, she did. He passed away two years ago now. Mm -hmm. And um, anyways, the other guys that go with them made mention to me, and I haven't brought it up again, but they did make mention to me that they still go up there mm -hmm. without, you know. And I, uh, they said, and I said, well, you know. If you don't mind, before things get really bad, can you take him one more time? Mm -hmm. So they did mention that they would try and do it for the end of May. Yay, that's really good news. So I'm hoping they, I haven't brought it up to them again. I'm going to wait uh, and hopefully that they will take him because I think I, I can see that things are going that maybe he won't remember next year. Mm -hmm. 
So if he goes this year and gets a good memory out of it, I, I think it would be great. I think that's a great idea, Mary. Yeah. A great idea. Cause he, he painted that, you know, the picture of the lake in the cottage and then we painted again. Um, I, I think it was like three months after that. And he painted the same, you yeah. know, but obviously it was a little different. Um, but he, he talked about the, you know, the lake, the cottage, um, the whole time and, you know, shared his story with all of the people that attended. But, um, I think that's a great idea because it would make him really happy. Oh, really it sure happy. will. Yeah. It, it, it really will. Yeah. So, but the only thing that I'm concerned about this coming summer is we have an in-ground pool. Mm -hmm. Last year, he didn't remember how to do half of the stuff. So I had our nephew taking care of it, but he was off with COVID shutdowns, right? Mm -hmm. This year, he's going to be back to working. So I don't quite know what we're going to do about the pool. Yeah. So I... Uh, We'll take a Friday when he's out and call the the person that opens and closes our pool and see if they have recommendations for me to hire somebody because if not, it's gonna be green and why waste our money? Mm -hmm. you know? I, yep. I just don't, don't know. I know a few pool people if you need help too, okay? Oh, do you? Good, yes. I might just get you on that. Yes, yeah. I do. I can help you with that. That's part. Mary, the name of our podcast is Better Together. From your perspective, what do you think that means? It means working together with a group of people that understand what I'm going through and what other caregivers and people with Alzheimer's are going through. And it's important because sometimes we, as a caregiver, we get tired. Mm -hmm. And we need that reassurance that there's somebody else out there that understands. And it's, that's what I mean, better together. Perfect. So thank you so much, Mary, for taking the time out of your day to do this podcast with me. I would love for us to finish this podcast with some fire rapid questions. These five questions are all random um, and it's for the audience to get to, uh, to know you a little bit better. Uh, you can answer with one, um, sorry, one word or one sentence and um, there's no wrong answers. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Ready, Freddie. All right. Question number one. If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? So, crochet, go for walks. All right. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, I don't think I have one special food. Not even one thing that you crave. Hmm, spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what would your perfect Sunday look like? Going for a nice ride, stopping somewhere and having an ice cream and what, looking at the water. What flavor ice cream? Uh, vanilla, cherry, doesn't matter. Perfect. What could you give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? Uh, scuba diving. Really? Tra travel. Wow. 
okay. I didn't expect scuba diving. That's awesome. Have you been scuba diving? Yes. I used okay. to have a paddle. Wow. I used to have my paddle license. That's awesome. I went scuba diving and it was really scary for me. <laughs> well, well, it is at first. Yeah. 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 It is. It's like a whole new world under there. It is. And last one, what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you? Patience and love. Oh, that's per Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Mary. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. I hope our listeners have gained a better, more clear understanding about how it might be to, you know, be a care partner. I hope that our listeners will be uh, remember to be kind and patient when coming into contact with someone living with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Hey, listeners, my call to action for all of you. How can you help? Educate yourself and encourage others to do the same. Refer right. your circle of friends and family to our services. Support our events and fundraising campaigns and become a dementia-friendly community. Let's keep talking about dementia. Listen to new episodes on the last Friday of every month on our YouTube channel, Alzheimer Windsor. Don't forget to subscribe. Help for today, hope for tomorrow, and remember, we are better together. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you, Cindy. See you soon.